Hey there, pants people. Do me a favor. Leave us a review wherever you're listening. And when you're done, come back and enjoy the episode. the seat of our pants babies and broadswords mm-hmm. number two. Oh yeah number two the poop one <laughs> <laughs> sorry so last time uh we kind of established a little a little bit of a, a fairy tale like lore around this uh this story we're about to we're about to move into here we opened up with some characters we made them rolled them up uh we have tio the sort of estranged warwalk with a, a bit of a special gift we're touching the other realm where the spirits dwell. The we spooky have, realm. Oh, yes. So spooky. We have Bubbles, the extremely gross, snot-nosed, dwarven uh, kicky puncher. Punchy kicker? Which one? Punchy kicker. That's the one. How did I mix that up? Uh, <laughs> oh, I was about to say, well, my sheet's right in front of you, but it's being covered by your laptop. Yeah. Never mind. Thankfully. I want to look at your handwriting. Gross. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my sheet's pretty messy with, with snot. Oh, we, these two, God. Art imitates life. Oh, no. These two characters came together when uh, Bubbles, rocking out, saw a lonely Tio and decided to bring her into a bit of a dance. This was interrupted by a bit of a, uh, a other kid, a little jerk, who, uh, seeing Tio's friendly spiders, decided to try to squash them. A little battle ensued, and it was broken up, or at least, like, uh, revisited by a nurse, Gertie Gray, a sort of dragonborn woman who revealed via conversation with somebody else that she had been in a place called the Old Wing earlier that day and implied she may have taken something that, well, wasn't hers, which is morally, ah, to a baby. I mean, could you imagine? Um, You guys, uh, as she moved away, Tio felt a connection to something sticking from the pocket of her apron, uh, a necklace, heard a sobbing little girl's voice and a plea for help. And you made an effort to basically try to get this necklace with a very, very touch-and-go, close situation. (laughs) Whole campaign almost ended uh, and really just kind of worked out. Because one strength roll managed to get you that necklace thrown on top of a a bookshelf Mm -hmm. where you're able to, once uh, this this nurse moved away, you're able to push it down, grab it, and book it. And flee. Flee the scene of the crime. Flee the scene of the crime. (laughs) Um, with a roll, T.O. remembered that there is a massive sort of blanket and pillow fort complex in the northern sort of ward, as they might call it, of this play area where you guys move through, uh, pass by the pajama kids that T.O. may may be aware of, uh, and slide into the very back of this blanket fort where they will not be found. And so you have the necklace at hand. You open it. It's a locket, you see, with pictures of two people, a man and a woman, and as you kind of take in this locket uh, and this sort of shimmering light of this one sort of beam coming from the outside world where two blankets sort of droop where they meet uh, far above you, a spectral figure of a little girl appears before you and says, My name is Valerie. Please, I need your help. And that's where we're going to start. 
Now, as we enter this scene, same place, the drooping blanket ceiling overhead, you guys resting maybe on some big cushioned pillows below. Uh, I want to bring up one thing real fast. So, in this system, uh, there's a little thing called gold stars. You might remember from your own childhood, dear listeners, because when you do something cool, you get a gold star on the wall. Congratulations! As a sitter, I can award these to the players, kind of like buttons. And just like buttons, I'm going to forget every single time. <laughs> <laughs> Steven has literally wrote not a big gold star, put it right next to David's laptop so that he does remember. A nice physical reminder that he promptly forgot. I yep, pro- he still he had to, he still had to point it out that it was there. <laughs> I to stick that star in your fantasy pants. <laughs> already blind to it. But I will say this. Really cool stuff happened last time. I love the inventive use of the spiders. Um, the inventive use of your your sort of your item you had. Uh, the clickety clack balls trying to uh, make the situation a little more complicated. And that's what these are about. When you do something really cool or creative um, with your items, plus just like the general RP, bringing everyone together through a dance. I mean, how can I not give both of you a gold star to start this off? Yeehaw! Hell There's yeah. just no way. So take your gold star as we move into the scene. Please, please, that, that mean woman, she took me out of the, she took me from my room, and, and she brought me here, and she was saying, she was saying that, uh, my dad, my dad, uh, Alphonse, do you know him? He's the janitor, he works here, he's worked here for uh, my whole life. We've never. My whole after life. We've never seen Alphonse, right? You never have. But we know of his we, existence, maybe? Give me a roll. Wait, didn't we just listen to them have the conversation about You heard him? it, but it was a vague sort of conversation about somebody. Okay, okay. That's a 10. A ten with a 10. Um, you feel a shudder in your spine at the name Alphonse. There's a lot of talk about Alphonse. They say he's the grumpiest man in the world. Some say he's not a man at all, but an undead, a shambling corpse of a man who wanders the halls at night, showing children how to mop. They say if he catches you, he'll put you to work right away or <laughs> blow cigar smoke right in your face. They say he hates children more than anything. And so if there's one thing keeping the kids in their rooms at night, beyond just the, the exhaustion of inherent in getting up past your bedtime. It is the threat of running into Alphonse the Jander in the halls. The fact that he had a kid. <laughs> now that is crazy. Poor girl. You're dead. You don't have a room. What? Alphonse is the janitor, right? We had a we had a room here. We used to live. He was the janitor when, when I was when I was like you guys. And and we lived here, and I've been here my whole life. I, I didn't have a mom, but I had my dad. She kind of like shyly looks down at the ground, almost smiles just a little bit, like it was nice. Do you know the? Do you know the old wing? I think that's what they used to call it. I need another crafty roll. Okay, and and what did you say that the babies call it now? I'll tell you if you get that crafty all right, roll. All right, all right. <laughs> that's another ten. Oh. You know the old wing, but you know it goes by another name. The Valley of Filth. A wing that was closed three years ago 
after uh, the janitor refused to ever go in and clean it. He would not touch it. And so after the mess had ramped up after weeks, it had become a disgusting cesspool of garbage and junk and spilled drinks and poopy diapers. All the grossest things you can imagine. The smell wafting out of there, even when the doors closed permanently. Just, ugh, ugh. A place of dark legend. So even T.O.'s eyes go wide, and she looks to Bubbles. She's from the Valley of Filth. What? What's the Valley of Filth? <laughs> so what, 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 is, what is the Valley of Filth next? Like, how do, we, how do we get here from there? Like, how do I explain it to, um, to Bubbles? So basically, it's an older wing of the building. Right now, you're in kind of a main central area. So if you were to, like, kind of move farther down the west wing... Um, Basically, towards the very far end of it, there's a small sort of closed-off uh, area where there's like another sort of playground, more beds, more toilets, and a staff room. Um, that door between, you know, the sort, sort of main sort of western wing and that sort of off-branch of the western wing is closed now. That, what's referred to as the old wing, is also now known as the Valley of Filth. You know this. Where you guys sleep, where this particular group is brought when the day ends to, like, their bedchambers, that's in the western wing. Not far from this door. The Valley of Filth is just past the bedrooms. Have you been there before? I've heard the older kids talk about it. Is it scary, Valerie? I... I don't think so. I only saw it a little bit. I was in a pocket. Um, I, I have a room at the very end. It wasn't called that before it was nice it was a nice little playground and i used to spend all my time there but well i've been in my bedroom for a long time waiting for my dad to come and he didn't and that lady she came and she picked me up and she put me in her pocket and she carried me out and she said that she was going to take me and she was going to sell me and that my dad was going to leave tonight and I wouldn't get a chance to talk to him and i have to talk to him because it sounds like he's really mean now so we're not trying to... We don't really need to go to the Valley of Filth. We just have to get her back to Alfonso. Alphonse. And Alphonse. that's true. But all you know, I believe they were talking earlier, uh, you remember hearing Gertie Gray say something about how Alphonse was going to the Valley of Filth that night. Oh, okay. I missed that part. Yeah. That was He was clearing out, for finally going back to clear his stuff before gotcha. he retired. And so if he's leaving tonight, and you know the one place is going to be tonight... There's only one path before you. We have to go. Shit. Can you help me? I just, I have to talk to him. I have to. I know we just met, but uh, I can give you cookies. I have, I had cookies in there. They might be a little stale after three years, but they're really good cookies. My dad made them and I left them in my secret hidey hole in the room. And, and, and I have toys and I can give you anything you want as long as it's something I already have in the room because I can't get other stuff now. Oh, Theo, I don't know about you, but I would absolutely do this for some cookies. <laughs> Come on. Yeah? It's cookies. <laughs> the valley is very scary. But it's cookies. And Alphonse is scary. Cookies. cookies. We'll help you, Valerie. She just nods, the spirit, and like kind of wipes her, her phantom eyes like tears seem to fall but they don't go anywhere they just vanish as they touch the floor she's thank you I don't know why somehow I can talk to you 
Other people can't see me, but I think there's something special about you. We established before that she, like, talks to ghosts, or is this the first time this has I happened I think you to her? can do this. It's a gift okay. that Tio has, and yeah. this is kind of uh, um, really showcasing itself now. Yeah. I talk to all the ghosts, even some spiders. You talk to spiders? And her little spiders, maybe one crawls out from under her, like, dress and then back down the other side. Oh, cool. Is that a dwarven crack leg? <laughs> what, the, what the hell was it? Uh, dwarven, a dwarven bark spider. That's what I said. Yeah, that one. Is that a dwarven bark spider? It is. Oh, my gosh. I never had one of those in my collection. Oh, what collection? Uh, the old wing had a lot of spiders. I had, I had a lot in my closet. They're my friends, too. Did you have any books? Yeah. When I was, um, um, when I couldn't get out of bed anymore, I read a lot of books. And, and all the spiders would come visit me. And it was, I wonder if they're still there. Let's go. <laughs> I was, was, was kind of waiting for something like that. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. Oh, my no, God. Now, now Tio's ready to go. Books and spiders. Come and on, cookies. Man. And cookies. And so you are going to the Valley of Filth then. You know you'll have to go at night. Right now, there's too much supervision, but once you're moved to the beds close by... If you can wake up in the middle of the night, if you can get the door open and work your way past the sort of nurse's room in the hallway, head through the dark halls and reach the door, and you might just have a chance at pulling this off. You guys are getting up, maybe to head out. Uh, I don't know how far you want to go. I mean, you got to kind of hang out in here for a while, at least until the nurses switch over, because if uh, Gertie Gray finds you now, she'll be taking that locket back. She knows who probably has it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So, so at least you can assume like it's just gone and you were nearby at the time. So, is the plan to just like wait in here until bedtime? It's up to you. You got a few hours. I think so. Is there anything that Bubbles wants to do? No, he's got his mindset on cookies now. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, making plans, I suppose. Yeah. It seems dangerous Mm -hmm. to, to leave here. Yeah. If this is safe. Can we stay here until that time without anybody noticing that we're hiding and gone it's possible I mean this is a pretty this, you, you rolled for like the most secretive place you could find right once the bell rings and everyone has to head like they'll probably check everywhere a little more carefully they'll do head counts things like that but right now you're safe to hang out and Gertie Gray's off shift before that happens oh okay you know I'll give you so, that for free yeah so we just have to hold off until until then yeah so until then we can we can try to press Valerie for, for some info how how do we get to your room it's at the end of the hall. When you when you go through the door, there's a there's a big play area and hallway. And mine's the last door. It's not a big area. It should be easy to get there. If it's as bad as they say, I remember the woman was complaining a lot, having to step around stuff, and she said something about rats. Are there any secret doors? No, I I don't think so. I never saw any. Yeah, what would it take to go? to the room now to investigate the room. Ooh, that would be tricky. You can give it a shot. Um, but basically, it's going to mean you'll have to like get past the nurse supervision, get okay. out the door to the playroom, move across a larger portion of the building without being not spotted. 
I imagine it would be pretty difficult. It's just yeah, the thought that came up. Yeah, so I mean... I will say this. It's possible to get more information from children who were there during the time the filth built up. You can roll a crafty roll, and you might be able to find someone you could talk to. Okay, that means leaving the blanket for it. Potentially. Out of the box. That's, uh... That's eight. An eight? Um, you don't know of anybody. Oh, wait, I, I guess... you can give it a shot. I'm pretty new, though. I think it's fine. So that... You might have run into somebody, like, cross paths. It's a seven. Okay. You don't know. Going in blind. All right, well, um... Let's talk to the PJ kids. Okay. Yeah, they might know something. Stay behind me, though. And uh, Tia will walk to the edge of the blanket fort, but stay in the shadows. Hey, PJ kids. <laughs> <laughs> so you're moving out. Um, I'll tell you one thing. As you kind of move... Valerie sort of tries to move with you and you see she kind of like doesn't necessarily stay in form next to you all the time it's like almost when you stop she'll uh, sort of reappear but she kind of vanishes in out of etherealness as you move and as you call the PG kids and they all turn I guess you're still in the shadows anyway but I will say that nobody seems to clock or note Valerie okay um, as she kind of takes form maybe right in front of you like in the light and they're like looking and maybe for a moment you're like oh no and they just kind of see right through her looking towards where you are um you see this one kid, a uh, little gnome, just like, What's going on? What do you know about the valley? <laughs> they just like, most each other. Uh, you see this like, group of kids like, sort of just outside the fort, uh, maybe kind of like working on building a new sort of layer to it. Um, one kid's like hanging up one of the blankets and just like drops it. And like one kid gets swept up and he gets and wrapped up in the blanket. Like, watch it! And as everyone just turns and looks at you and silence just falls over all of them. And you hear a voice from behind and go the valley the valley of filth and like kids sort of move out of the way and you see this older seven year old kid in Aarakocra with like white feathers that are dyed orange from just like spaghetti sauce (laughs) (laughs) so many spaghetti spills um wearing like this sort of basic uh PJs kind of wrapped around his Aarakocra bird feet you cast it for like with wide eyes, like, oh, I know the valley. Rito knows the valley. I was there. I was there. One of the children playing on the day they closed it. The piles of garbage like you would never believe. Pointy blocks littering the floor, making it untrespassable. <laughs> Intrespassable. <laughs> Hard to go by. Dust bunnies. Hordes of them. I saw them moving in the shadows. Of the storage closets. He's just like this wide, like wide-eyed, like looking around. Why do you want to know of the valley? Huh? How do we get there? How do we get in? Well, you don't. <laughs> it's locked. Unless the janitor is to return and unlock the door to go inside. And that hasn't happened for three years. The nurses might have a key. But you won't get it. And best that you don't, it's dangerous in there. It's smelly like you wouldn't believe. The smell of the underworld multiplied by five. And you Ah! smelled it? I did. And I never smelled again. (laughs) (laughs) The last smell I ever smelled. Would this work? And Tio pulls her dress up over her nose and mouth. 
he gawks. I never thought of that. It might. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's just like frantic. Why do you want to go to the valley? I just got a natural smell deterrent. I got so many boogies I can't <laughs> smell. That's pretty good. Where after the treasures? Oh, the treasures, the treasures, the treasures, the treasures. They're just like all chattering. All work in the blanket fort has just stopped. Everyone's just staring at you guys now. Just a number of like PJ'd kids with eyes big and round, like mouths open in an O. Like, oh. Books and toys. Toys? And cookies. Cookies? Who knows what could be back there? No one does. When they closed it, we left all the toys behind. Everything behind. Could be anything. Cardboard armors? Coloring books, candy, jars of candy. I don't know. Who knows? If you're going, I'll go with you forever. <laughs> Staring at you like madly. Um, this needs to be done quietly. I'm quiet. Not. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you see behind, uh, Gertie Gray is like walking by, and her head swivels towards the blanket fort. You guys are in the shadows, but she sees like some sort of commotion, and like cocks right and starts moving towards you. Um. She's like halfway across the room, but she's moving your direction now. See, I can be really quiet. I can be so quiet. If you... What? 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 Listen, if you give me one of your cookies, what? I'll think about taking you. <laughs> and I'm going to use my warlock skill. I like to watch you sleep. It costs one grump, but <clears throat> a child who never blinks is uncomfortably compelling. <laughs> Warwalks can spook any enemy into giving them one cookie. I don't know if this guy's exactly an enemy, but... Um, that's for free, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. He's... Uh, okay! Uh, uh, just stares at you for a long while, like... And he just grabs a cookie out of his, out of his like, pocket. He's got, like, you know, big PJ pocket in front. He whips out uh, a cookie. Uh, it's covered in fuzz. Just hands it over to you. If you want this cookie back... Uh-huh. You never saw us. And what? she walks back... <laughs> Into the blanket fort. Wait, what are you? And you just hear like, as you're moving away, you just hear like, what's going on over here, Rito? Are you being crazy again? <laughs> no! <laughs> Time out for you, come on! <laughs> you move away from that. It's too dangerous. We can't go out. Alright, we'll stay in here. We'll wait until bedtime, and then we'll sneak out. That sounds like a plan. Hell yeah. And the day passes. You rest. What do you do in the in blanket fort? Valerie, as you get farther back, kind of reappears herself. Just sort of fidgeting nervously. You have the impression she doesn't really want to bother you guys more than she already has. So she's kind of just like trying to be quiet. Tio's doing what she always does, just playing with her spiders. And Valerie immediately like sees this and inches closer bit by bit. Um, almost like fading away and refading just like a few feet closer until she's like right there just kind of watching like she doesn't want to intervene but she's like excitedly watching the spiders crawl around I think Bubbles is still next to Tio just kind of uh, you know bobbing his head to his own tune <laughs> maybe every once in a while giving you know Tio a little punch in the arm kind of going with the beat I think um We'll see just like as as uh, Valerie's watching the spider you play with the spiders, she kind of sees you dancing and she puts a little hand up and she like 
almost like for a second puts her finger out towards you and like looking for permission just stares at you like she, she, her finger's like an inch away from your body can I do you mind if I touch you just on the shoulder for a second uh that's a little weird but yeah yeah go ahead go ahead <laughs> and she just like smiles this big smile and like puts her hand on your shoulder and she, she sees she closes her eyes and she starts dancing right on rhythm with you like she's hearing this beat in your head and she goes that's a nice song right it's really nice I just made it up in my head we should do a band <gasps> oh my god and the spiders can be the oh band too oh, the Tio. spider webs can make the guitar Tio do you want to form a band do you want to form a band no <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even look up <laughs> I'm sorry guys she's not going to play with you <laughs> Can you ask your spiders then too? Can they make a guitar for us? With strings? She thinks about it for a second. <gasps> no. <laughs> God damn it. So good. Did you know that their silk is stronger than Kevlar? With Kevlar. What's Bevlar? <laughs> <laughs> no one's stronger than Kevin. <laughs> so dumb. Oh my god. And so the day goes by in this sort of fashion, just like three of you hold up in a room, spending your time together. And during this time, we see not a single phantom tear shred down the ghostly cheeks of this girl who's just smiling ear to ear with her two new friends. And then you hear the bell calling all children in for supper. And then bedtime. We'll gloss over those events if that's okay with you. Yeah. Did did that mm-hmm. count maybe as a rest? Um, I will say you will get a rest. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So I get awesome. my um, I get my perk back. Oh hell yeah. yeah. Especially because uh, I'll say as you guys are t- you know moving in, you guys have your typical like you know gross sort of gruelish oatmeal bowls. Um, they don't they don't shell out for the big stuff here. It's 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 not great. Uh, there's like sort of front-facing portion of the of the uh, orphanage that gets like the good food. That's got like the, you know, the kids with money behind them. Uh, perhaps the uh, illegitimates of barons and nobles and such and such. They got actual backing, and they get their steak dinners, cut in tiny little pieces because they're children and probably can't chew steak. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you guys get gruel. See, it's your gruel. It's 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 you know it's plain, and. Uh, you are scooted off towards your rooms on the west wing, the western side of the of this whole orphanage, sort of in the in the, in the back where the well the, the children they're not as interested in showing to the world kind of hole up. As you are being tucked into your bed, and the nurses are uh, very quickly going over their bedtime stories, eyes constantly darting over to the clock on the wall, just getting so amped to get out of here. Valerie whispers to you both, and again throughout the day, um, it's almost like she can speak with you. T.O. and manifest to you because of your powers and it's almost like as an extension of that she's able to reach out to Bubbles but other kids aren't really noting her not seeing her and I think maybe you guys are splitting off I imagine because I don't know it would be pretty coincidental if you had bunks right next to each other so as you're kind of moving off to your own like like your own beds um, Valerie will say one last line to the two of you as, as she goes off with T.O. like oh um um Go ahead and sleep, and and I, I don't sleep, so I'll wake you up in a couple hours when I know everything's quiet. Okay. Good night. But hey, just 
You gotta give me a really, really good shake. <laughs> really I, good shake. I'll leave that to Tio, because I can't touch anything. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm... I'm glad that you're my friend, Bubbles. Me too. What a day it's been. And what a night it shall be. <laughs> I'll wake you up. Don't she forget. says really creepily. <laughs> Not blinking at all. Exactly, yeah. No blinks. I'll wake you up. <laughs> that was a little creepy, but don't forget, you gotta take me really, really hard. I'm a deep sleeper. Okay. And so, you split off, nestle yourselves into bed, hear the last of these stories, lights turned off, door is closed, and you fall into sleep. Fun. What do you guys dream about? Um, well, I guess I know, I know that Tio sleeps just flat on her back, (laughs) fingers with her red nails, picked at nails, just poking up over the blanket. The whole time she's listening to the bedtime story, her eyes are just wide open, staring straight up at the ceiling (laughs) until they're done reading the story and the lights go out and then she closes her eyes and goes to sleep. And, uh, hmm. I think Tio dreams about maybe being a spider crawling around through the orphanage, you know, into all the little crevices and nooks and crannies that her human form can't fit into making spider webs on the on the chandeliers and all along the ceiling that's that's a dream for her that would be the dream hell yeah you're uh you're having this dream just moving around scuttling around walls just as you're into the moment maybe you've got a nice tasty fly wrapped up or something <laughs> and as you're like going in for a bite uh you see like a another spider scrolls up right next to you and like looks at you with its eight soulless, evil, terrifying eyes. I hate them so much. <laughs> and says, Time to wake up. This is a nice dream. This is really cool. <sighs> and you awaken your bed. A hand is reaching out and like sort of uh, uh, reaching just through your skin. And you see Valerie is just, just sort of hovering above you on the bed. And uh, Tio just real mechanically wakes up, just pushes the blanket off her, swings her legs over, feet on the ground. You want to be a spider too? As she gets up and starts to walk towards um, Bubble's bed. Spiders are great. They can go anywhere. They can crawl on ceilings and in any hole they want to crawl into and up on top of roofs. It must be really awesome. Yeah. And they're silk. Um, yeah. Stronger silk- than Kevin, I know. <laughs> Their silk webs can even span rivers. Rivers? Long ways? That's that's crazy. That is miles and miles. Probably. Wow. I'll be one of those spiders. Do you think they catch boats? Really small boats. <laughs> or really big spiders. You have this like sort of mental conversation as you're moving down, whispering uh, through like the rows and rows. I'm gonna make a guess here. I'm going to guess they can hear bubbles. Mm-hmm. Snotty kid like that. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's Bubbles look like when he sleeps? He's a stomach sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> and with his head, head cocked to the side. And he doesn't drool. But you know what he's got. No, no. <laughs> Don't do it. So I guess you could say he does drool, but out of his nose. I hate this more than the spiders. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is dreaming that he is up on stage performing this incredible song for a giant group of people. And behind him, he has a full choir. <laughs> but they're not singing with their voices. They're making snot bubble noises. Oh, uh, God. Like nose kazoo thing? Uh-huh. Oh, no. Uh-huh. And he's just taking it all in. You are watching this, staring out this crowd, and then you kind of start to notice a shifting in the crowd as they're, like, applauding you. Ah! And all of a sudden, like, they start, like, shifting one by one, and they all start turning into these spectral images of Valerie, all just cheering and clapping, like, yeah, well, that was really gross, that was really cool. And then you start feeling this, like, shaking. Um, What's going on? What's happening? And you, what's happening? Pop awake in your bed. Valerie's got a hand on you, like, through you, and and Tio is, like, shaking the bed, I imagine, like, trying to, you give him that good shake you, you promised? Uh, I had a different idea. Oh, give me that How idea. to wake him up? Do it. What do you do? Uh, uh, <laughs> so I think I know. This was my my, my idea was, um, you know, Tio walks up, suffocates him, and sees <laughs> and sees uh, Bubbles there sleeping, and he's got like a snot bubble that's you know as he breathes out it gets big. <laughs> oh god! And then he breathes and it gets small. <laughs> and she reaches out. And plugs his nose until he yep. wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Keep it quiet. <laughs> oh, God. oh, is it time? And Tio has her finger up to her lips and takes her other hand that was on his and just groans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, slaps away the the boogies. <laughs> oh my God! Let's go. All right, I'm ready. And so you move. Your first objective will be the door. Now, first things first, it's not going to be hard. Everyone's sleeping, deep sleeping. But as you're moving now, I would like you guys to roll. Uh, I want a cool check. Basically just staying really quiet so you don't wake any kids up, basically. Okay. You're moving through the room, playing it cool. I think in this case, I'll take the higher of your two. Okay, well, I just got a, a six on the die, so it's 11. Okay. Which one are we rolling? Cool. That's uh, cuteness. Six. Total. Okay. I did say I'll take the higher. In fact, more like I'd, I'd probably play it like the, the how I would do in 5 I'll take the average. Um, I was looking for over a seven, so you're still okay. I think like you being so on it, Tio, yeah. about keeping him quiet is what like helps. Yeah, like they're, they're walking through and... Tio turns around to check on Bubbles. He's about to step on a toy or something. He's about to sneeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I couldn't imagine what happens next. Oh, <laughs> gross. Um, you keep him quiet, and you guys move past me. Like, one children goes, <laughs> baby swans, and just kind of goes to sleep. And you just keep moving. Um, you reach the front of the room in the closed door. How do you want to open it? So, we are four. I'm imagining that most four do four year olds know how to open doors? Yeah. Okay. Um my my thought was to make like maybe a brainy check to be like, oh yeah, 
I saw the the nurse, you know, twist the doorknob. Maybe there's a trick to it. Maybe there's uh, I'll a catch or something. I'll tell you right now. It's going to be. It's. I'll let you roll whatever you can make fit the roll. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a seven to do it. It's not a hard check. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Then, um, um, I mean, if I can use any precociousness stat, then that's an auto pass for me. Foil can reach a doorknob, right? I, I think so. You need to do this, the double stack, probably not. I, I don't. I, I imagine you could just reach it. It's probably like tiptoes, but you're sure. Yeah, we'll say that. So if it's a seven, then my precociousness is a six. So that's an auto pass for me. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you don't worry about it. You just... Door slowly creaks open into a dark hallway. And you step out. There's a little bit of light trailing from one room just a little ways away from you. The door is partially open. You can hear a bit of chatter from inside, uh, kind of far off, just like... Um, a couple of nurses still awake kind of like there to monitor the place uh, looks like they're kind of engaged in their own activities in the room but you have to walk past this door you can, go, you can play it straight with uh, another cool check we'll take the medium unless you have another idea I don't have anything that would be useful anything on your anything on your sheet that'll work negative at all? Hmm. nope let's see yeah I mean well, I mean, it, I mean, I mean, if if something like this, if no, nah, I guess nimble wouldn't have any place in this. I mean, unless you want to do like a, a tuck and roll to get by the door. I mean, that argument could maybe make could, maybe be for, made for you. Yeah, for one grump, I can get a plus two to nimble. Oh, how do you mean, feel about that, sir? I'll allow it. I'm interested in that. Okay. You're just getting past one little spot, so if you can move past it quickly, that can make up for moving past it stealthily. All right, so I'll just roll. Um, I'll just roll cool, because I have a, a decent cool. All right. Hell yeah. I am saying that, right, I use up one of my grumps. Yeah, so you, yes. you have you a don't bank. don't want to go down to zero. Right. You have a bank of eight or nine, whatever it says, and you, so now you have, if you use two, you have six left. No, I use one grump. Oh, one grump. To get a, I get a plus two to nimble. Gotcha. And remember, when those numbers go down, if any of those numbers hit zero, this baby is out. Yeah. Um, I got a five plus five, so I got a ten. Wow. And I got... A four on the die, plus five, plus two. That would be 11. To you, you know how to stick to the shadows. You easily creep past the door very quietly and just behind you. How do you get by? You, you, you Did you do the tuck and roll like you said? I do a tuck and roll because he's a, he's a short stout dwarf, so he just <laughs> looks like a big old ball just rolling real fast. <laughs> don't ask me how Bubbles is so nimble like that. Nope. I don't know. Hey, man, it, that's it the life works. of a punchy kicker. Mm-hmm. Just cut to the... Uh, the two, like, these two, two nurses sitting around a table. Um, it's like a guy and a girl, and they're just going on and on, just like, like both, both, like, I think maybe both tiefling. Um, just like, oh, and I swear, I mean, have you seen the new gardener? <laughs> Handsome as a devil, that one. Oh, you, <laughs> And we, like, cut to the back, and we see, like, just, like, one baby, you know, strolls by the cracked doorway, almost, like, looking like they're not moving their feet at all, just a slipped, <laughs> creepy <laughs> slide past, and then just a roll immediately afterwards. And we're back in the hallway, and you guys have passed this obstacle. Now you know there's nothing else really that stands in your way. The rest of this floor uh, is basically just like closed down, playrooms, potties, things like that, all the way up till the door at the hall's end. Except for one little thing that stands before you, something that's very apparent now as you just pass this last little source of light. You look ahead of you and see the, the, the wall, ceiling, floor, everything just trails into complete darkness. Uh, oh. Valerie, is, 
Is there anything up here that can give us light? Uh, I don't know. I've been in a pocket and in a room. I, I haven't seen a lot of stuff. So, so can we not see like at all? You or can is it move, just really dark? You can move through the darkness. Here's the thing. Like, you know you're going straight. You know you're basically going to go until you hit the end of the hallway. But you're babies. And all babies know this. There are things in the dark. Scary things. Mm-hmm. Touchy things. Going through it, basically you're going to need to make nimble rolls to, like, weave your way through the dark without feeling those things reaching out and touching you. I will also make an adorable roll with Valerie to uh, basically give one of you guys a, a, a chance to sort of stay calm. Okay. That's uh, that's by book. Yeah, Things I'm... in the Dark is an actual trap in the book. <laughs> gotcha. I, I mean, I don't see any way for us to produce light, so I think we no. just got to go for it. Yeah. Okay. I got an eight. I got an 11. Okay. So that's an 11 on your nimble. You're moving through just fine, weaving your way through. Uh, you feel things touching your, maybe around your ankle. You feel that darkness creeping around you, and you, hee ha! But, you, but you're, you're a tough little baby. You roll out of the way. You're fine. Tio, it all starts to kind of close in <sighs> around you. Shit. It's so cloying. And, like, you like the dark, but there's something about this sort of pure dark here, this sort of strange hallway. Maybe it has to do with that special connection you have to things outside. You start to feel a little scared. Valerie, I'm scared. Hey, 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 it's okay. What are, what are you scared of? Where, where's Bubbles? I can't I can't see Bubbles. I'm with you. I'm right in front of you. I, I, stick out your hand. Stick out your hand. And Teal will reach out to try to grab his hand. And maybe he's like, I think he's a little too far away. But you feel like Valerie puts a hand to yours and then puts a hand out to Bubbles. And as... The two of you touch through her. There's a sort of like feeling of connection, like you both feel like this this almost uh, a static right on your palms, right where your hands would be touching. And she goes, "Come on, we'll we'll lead you out of here, okay?" That is so cool. Yeah, that's very cute. And slowly, this trio moves in tandem with each other until you get to a point where there's a little bit of light shining down the hallway, pulling you out of this pure darkness. You see one singular door partially open with a key still in the lock. It's the door. And I mean, I'll tell you this. You know it's the door to the Valley of Filth. Yeah. Because the smell hits you at uh, once. All right. Tio puts her dress over her nose and mouth. Is it that bad? I don't know. I can't tell. It, it's, it's pretty bad. Hang on. Let me. And she touches your shoulder and goes, oh, no. Wow. I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice being a ghost. <laughs> um, Valerie also gets really excited as she looks over at the door and like the key. That's that's my dad's key. He's in here. He's in here right now. We should um bring the key with us. I think that way no one can follow. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tio Tio wants to grab the key out from the door. Okay. You uh careful. Like, you just... Careful. Yeah, like you, have to, you have to turn it a little bit. So just give me like a nimble roll, just to like fidget it out just right without without being a problem. Seven. Very easy one. You're good. Pulls it out. You have the key. Uh, you can add that to your inventory. Sweet. Oh, we didn't really did uh, uh, inventory, did we? That's uh, 
your adventurousness plus a d6, I believe. We should roll oh, those. Oh, okay. I didn't know there was a quantity. Oh. Yeah, we'll um okay. we'll, we'll roll them at the top of the next episode. It won't matter yet. Okay. You have enough. Your adventure's high enough that you're totally fine as is. But as you get deeper in, you might want to pick up more and more stuff. So we'll touch on that at the top of the next one. Cool. As it stands, you pull the key out of the door. Maybe in the motion of doing that, you step back and the door begins to creak open. You stare into this newly opened way and you truly see it for the first time. The Valley of Filth. The first thing in your eye that greets your eyes as the door opens, you see this like gigantic mound of stinky garbage, mostly just diapers filled with, well, you know what, uh, piling down this slope leading to maybe like a trash can just so overfilled you can't see the can itself just a pile leading up around and into it just your diapers are just like strewn across the floor and immediately you realize walking in this room you're gonna have a hard time just getting past that alone across the hall from this sort of creating this similar sloping image of an actual valley looking in you see this uh big sort of uh, uh, uh this toy block shelf where all the blocks have fallen off of it and another mound leading down you see like pointy blocks just all over the floor in front of you almost like caltrops leading a good ways into this room and between these two sloping piles you look out and see all sorts of garbage you see piles of old magazines you see toys in a mound here and there you see a trash can way down the hall knocked over you see like a great sort of lake of a spill all the way across the floor you see rotting fruits dotting every which way this hallway is narrow it, it, it sort of looks like it's, it's a hallway but made into an, an extra play area or at least it had been it's narrow and it's long down at the other end you can barely make out a mostly closed door just barely cracked lights are on in there and there's like some sort of magical lights on sort of dimly throughout this entire room because someone seems to be here. You see uh, in that room uh, some figure, some shadow, an image of, of a figure beneath the door. Someone is working. Someone's doing something in the room across the hall. Looking out over this valley, this giant hall full of trash and presumably treasure, Tio says, It's spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to it? It was nice. It... What? Now it's impassable. It's gross. My toys are in there. Oh. You see there's three doors on the uh, sort of um, left side of the hall. Uh, one is closed. The other two you can't quite make out from where you are, but basically there's three doors like line the hall all the way down. You stare out into this sprawling, disgusting mess. And then the two of you are standing side by side. And suddenly, as you're looking out, I mean, gawking at this. What, how'd you put it? <laughs> um, ex- extravagant? Extravagant like view. <laughs> uh, you're just gawking, lost. Uh, you've never seen anything quite this disgusting, quite this wonderful in your life. Who knows what could be in there? And you kind of both feel that same tingling sensation against the back of your hands. And you realize that between you... Valeria standing, one hand on each of yours. And she's also looking at the room, but she is looking directly to the far door, looking small from where you stand. Just this 
drive on her face. And she looks at both of you. Are you... Are you ready? Tio takes a, a big gulp and moves to take one step forward. Bubbles blows a nervous bubble from his nose. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's do this. So we see our babies, our heroes, stepping forth into the valley, their quest fully at hand. And we'll call it there. Thank you.